It's the R&B podcast number two. I'm Real Mike Rob. I'm Nate B. Hey, TD, drop that track, son. <laughs> Damn. Hey, dog. Oops. I really thought you was like a, a musical kingpin right there. See that? Oh, yeah. You sound like 1990 Puff. Like the hype Puff. You know? Uh, uh, I like yeah, this it. sound like a DJ Primo beat. This some some East yeah, Coast, right? I was like a Primo right I was, here. I was thinking more like Wu Tang in the uh, late nineties. Yeah, RZA the Jizza. It was my squad. Like I used to listen to them. I'm talking about 36 Chambers, uh, Cuban Links, Raekwon. Oh man, come on, man. Atomically, Socrates, philosophies, and hypothesis. Can't define it. I'll be dropping these mockeries. Lyrically perform armed robberies. Played with the lottery. Possibly they spotted me. Come on, man. I, well, I love come that one. Come on, dog. That came out what '99. Man, what you was in the league then? So old, sir. High school. Stop playing. All right, listen. Welcome. To the R&B Podcast. Yeah, man, we in the building, dog. My man, Michael Robinson. Yeah, yeah, we in here, dog. I'm here, dog. I'm here. Nate Burleson, producer TD on the ones and twos. He's going to be the one dropping the be beats occasionally, down. keeping us on track, making sure we don't veer off, off kilter, veer off the road. Like, he, he's going to have to have, like, a, a – Somebody to calm me down, man. I'm I got feeling you. real disrespectful today. Okay, all right. Well, we're going to get into that. <laughs> I'm feeling See, real that, that's, that's what I wanted to hear because <laughs> I got to let people know just quickly what R&B podcast is. It's real talk by real players, celebrities, real TV personalities, unfiltered. We'll give you insights on the NFL, inside the locker room, on the field. We going to keep it 100. We keep it 92 100. plus 8. Keep it a buck. All of that. Whatever you want all to say. That, man. One thou wow. We're going to keep it all that. We're going to talk pop culture, music, sports. You know, it's kind of like sports meets empire. I'm Lucius. You Lucius? I'm Lucius Lion, baby. Listen, I, I, Except I, listen, my eyes ain't put in. I'm dark skin. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going you know to keep it real. I'm more of a power if you hip to that on he stars. Can, I am. So I am. I'm ghost. You could be Lucius. Okay. I'm you ghost. ghost. You can be you know ghost. ghost. Okay. So I'm ghost. Dang, yeah, I can't even pick no. I don't want to be 50. He real grimy on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. grimy on that. So, listen, man, <laughs> please make sure you subscribe and comment in iTunes and Stitcher. You know, send us your questions, thoughts. People be What's on your Twitter. Yeah, I'm at, at Real Mike Rob. And look, to all, my, all our followers, yeah. I, I can't speak to yours, Nate, but my followers, look, I, I keep it real, okay? Yeah. So, don't be upset right. if I'm talking about your favorite player. Right. Um, nine times out of ten, I know what he's thinking. Yeah. And I'm just going to just talk to him. I feel so you. If he I, should be benched. We'll get into that, man. We'll get into that. You put don't, it on don't, film, bro. Don't, t- don't tell them everything oh, right I'm now. I'm, I'm at Nate13Burleson on Twitter. Hit me up with any questions. Somebody hit us up today, and they wanted me to talk about the Lions. I'm going to touch on that on the show uh, on Total Access, so we might not get into that too much. But that right there shows you that I'm paying attention to the Twitter. Yeah. I saw that today. But coming up on today's show. Yeah, let them know the hashtag, though. Hashtag RNB Podcast. RNB. So, look. who? So, look. Hashtag RNB Podcast. R-N-B, Hit right? So, is it and like that symbol and? No, it's R- cap. R- letter N-N. R. Letter R- N. N-B. Letter N. I bet you can't tell me what that N thing is called. The the end the symbol. What is it called? You know, TD? Um, well, Cypress and uh, Amber said, he said Cypress said, yeah, oh, something like I that. Lightweight yeah. thought you was right. Hey, look, I was close, you though. You was close, though. Come yeah, on, dog. Smart, Richmond smart, education, smart. man. I learned that in, like, 
middle school. All right, listen, man, coming up on today's show, uh, we got Cam Newton versus Andrew Luck, Steve Smith stories. Uh, Great game. Scary part about the NFL, injuries. We all been through that. Dog, um, had me rethinking some stuff, bro. Right. And I know right. I may get in trouble for saying it, but it had me rethinking some stuff. I feel you. And, of yeah. course, we're going we gonna to talk about, uh, you know, what we feeling outside the game of the NFL. So we'll get right into it. Here's the new items that are on topic right now. We're going to hit these quickly. It's kind of like our daily news of what's yeah. going on. Yeah. So let's jump right into it. Cam Newton beats Luck. You surprised? No. Man, look, Cam Newton is balling out of control, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. And, and you can't look at his, his end, the end-of-the-game numbers because the end-of-the-game right. numbers is not going to tell the story. I look at the pressure situations. I look at fourth-quarter drives to come back against Seattle. I look at um, um, the overtime drive to get, to get down there to get his field goal. All of those things, man, he's making the pass. I mean, and you look at the weather last night. I mean, that weather wasn't an easy game to throw the ball. I mean, he's, he's dropping dimes. He Guys dropped down. a lot of passes. I mean, Teddy Ginn had two catches of ten targets. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. I mean, he chest. was hitting cats in the chest. Right. And my only concern is, man, and I know Cam probably wouldn't like me saying this, but every time I see him, I always say, look, Cam, dog. You can't run the ball that much. I know you like he's bigger hit, than he's everybody. He's been hit more than most QBs. Dude, he's on pace to have 140 Six rushes. Yeah, yeah. I don't think but I had that in a career. He's one of he's one of the best, you know, quarterbacks that can. Well, he's run one of well, he's one of the, the I game can't say, and possibly could go down as one of the I, best. I can't ever. say one of the best quarterbacks. No, one of the best rushing quarterbacks. I think running quarterbacks. I think he's one of the best. He's up there with Vic and Randall Cunningham. I think he's one of the best physical specimens this game has ever seen. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's definitely true. Listen, we had this topic on the show yesterday. So it was LT coach, uh, and, and you know. We were talking about who would you pick? Would you go with Cam or Luck? And I was the only one to pick Cam. And I said, of course, their numbers are the same when it comes to touchdowns and interceptions. They're they're close. Luck has eleven. Well, before the game, had eleven touchdowns, nine interceptions, and Cam had nine touchdowns, seven interceptions. So that's close. But what separated is Cam had like two hundred and fifty yards on the ground. And he had four touchdowns. Yeah. Luck can scramble. He had like a hundred some yards, but zero touchdowns. So just that X factor. And then. The room for growth. I feel like Cam, his ceiling is higher because he, he's growing and maturing as a quarterback. We're seeing him drop back. Like you said, traditional plays. I mean, he dropped a dime on Greg Olsen yeah. on the sideline and hit him right in his hands. It was wet, so I don't really fault Olsen too much because I know how it is catching Ima- him. Nate, imagine this cat with a healthy Calvin Benjamin with some actual weapons on yeah. the outside that could scare a defense. Because right now he has the entire team on his back. I mean, he's the second He's the second uh, string running back. Right. He's the quarterback. I mean, hell, if he could catch it himself, I'm, I'm assuming he would throw it to himself. It, I mean, for real. But it, I, I th- the reason why I will pick Luck, the reason why I will be on your side, not only because of the rushing, because I really feel like Luck, if you design an offense to where he runs the ball more, I feel like he can put up similar numbers. I, I do. I do, right? But what people get all enamored about with Luck is they get enamored about the arm talent, right? And so they just put they put expectations on him. They put him up there with the Bradys and, and, and the Mannings. They put him – I mean, they just start anoint him. the word great. Great. They just start anointing him. They, you know, even as a play caller in Pep Hamilton, one of my dogs. Uh-huh. I mean, I remember Pep was quality control. You right. see what I'm saying? That's my dog. You know what I mean? Even Pep, you know, um, um, designing plays – I mean – Really complex plays to where a guy is sitting in the pocket hitching two and three times, which, I mean, that's that can't be good for a guy who has a bump shoulder and some ribs and some offensive line issues. Let me ask you this. Do you what I'm think saying? that they're more critical of Cam over his career and more patient with Luck? 
Of, of course. I mean, look at how Cam came into this league, bro. It, do you think it was about his history, his resume, and what he did history, in the league? History. Or, no, or the no, color no, no, of his no. skin? Of, of course it's the color of his skin, some. And I always get – sorry, Twitter. Uh, I always get, always get uh, ridiculed for this. But um, I think Cam put some of that stuff on himself, too. When he came in, he kind of had a brash – uh, cocky. He was cocky. His swag a, was through the his roof. swag was through the roof. But he adjusted, whatever, whatever. though. No, no. We've seen this guy grow up. I said it on the post game yeah, last night. Sure. This guy has grown up in front of our eyes. But you talk about the race thing. You talk, to, you talk about the color thing. Um, when, they were, when both of these guys were coming out, both of them were number one picks, um, you didn't hear about anybody talking about how well-spoken Andrew Luck was. You, hear, mm. you, you heard about how well-spoken uh, RG3 or uh, Cam Newton has becoming. Oh, he's carrying himself well. Oh, Russell Wilson is so – Yeah. What a, just a quarterback, just like everybody else. But why, black why do you, quarterback. Why do, yeah, why do you have to – But, Mike, come on. We've been in the no. league, we're on TV, and we still get that. We'll go yeah. speak at a function. We'll be at the airport. We'll have a conversation with somebody who has seen us on TV in the middle of the airport, and he said, you know what? You are very articulate. Yeah, I didn't think He's basically that. saying, you put words <laughs> together well for a black guy. Hey, That's look. what they say. Like, this so is facts, up. right? Hold this up. is facts. Hold up. I know I'm going to go off kilter a little we're, bit. We're, hey, veering. Look, we're veering right now. Check this out. Check this out. Please right, do. Like, check Please this do. out. You talk about airport. I'm on a flight every week. I, fly. I know I exactly what you're about to say. So, look. Check this out. You get people's real – you get what people really are about at places like the airport and traffic. And I'll go into that, whatever little later. things, right? Little stuff. So, look, I'm sitting – I'm literally – I'm the closest you can get to the first person in premium. Okay? That's the only seat there, right? Like, you got to say, excuse me. Right. To get in front of me. Right. Right? And you get certain people, you know, um, I can't go into too much. I love my job too much. But you get certain people who just think – that they are privy and to entitled. standing in front of me, and right. I'm not supposed to say anything about it right. or whatever. Or they look at oh, excuse yeah. me. Or, or, or they'll say, <laughs> "Are you in first class?" And when I say, "I get that all the time," are you? I get that all the time. Well, yes, I am. Are you a diamond member? Uh, first, uh, first, are you? first class now board, and then you walk up and there with you your walk ticket, up. and she don't look at nobody else's ticket. Scan, scan, scan. Soon as you have your ticket. Are you first class? Nate, yeah, I can read, lady. Yeah, whenever I go on a flight, after I have people jostling for those, uh, jockeying for those lines and in, in, in that spot in line, I get on, I walk through the uh, cockpit. I mean, I walk through the whatever, the and I literally laugh the entire time. <laughs> and when they sit down, I say, "Hurry up and wait." Hurry up and wait. Like you just rushed me and like cut me. Right. Literally was rude to me and cut right. me. You know what I mean? But anyway, I went off. But but not. But I but like, we, we also got to say this: not all flight attendants and airports do that. It's just no, certain no, people no. just got an image. But let's, hey, to, let's move on. I had to say that. We'll keep it real around here. Um, we're we're going to wrap up this 49er conversation real quick so we could jump into some Steve Smith conversation. But Vernon Davis traded, right? That's one yes. of the boys. And then Kaepernick benched. Now, I saw both watching the happen. 49ers, playing against the 49ers, that's kind of crazy for that to happen within the last – 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is. But, I mean, this is a new team. This isn't the team Scott McLuhan drafted when I came in there. Right. Which, that's when they went to those those three those three okay. championships and Super Bowl. That's not that team. Patrick Willis is gone. Frank, uh, Frank Gore is gone. Obviously, Alex Smith. Um, you have Joe Staley and Vernon Davis, really the only two guys that, 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 that's been left there. But you look at Cap Colin Kaepernick's benching, right? And versus talk about the, the town hall meeting, quote unquote, that they had. Town Word on hall. the street was coach came into the team meeting and was like, look, 
What you just explained to me. Go yeah, explain yeah. It to like from from what I know of the situation, Nate, Coach T- Jimmy T came in, boom, had to air out some stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Which happens. Yeah, happens. Okay. Standard operation. Right. Okay. And he basically left out and said, "Now y'all handle the rest of these issues." But what <laughs> from do you? What I hear, I don't handle you know, what I issues. I, come on, man. You're two and sixteen. You got plenty. And, Nate, you understand how it is. Losing brings upon. I get you. We've all had things. these meetings where coach walk out. Yeah. Now, I, I, I've been in a, I was in the league 11 years. I ain't never had anybody jump up and be like, yo, I think you need to get benched, which is what I heard happen. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I heard people. I, I've never heard that happen. I never heard that happen. Now, how, how does that help with the continuity of the team? No, it, it can't help. If we, if, put it like this. And if we're on the same team. Probably it, that's why Vern is gone. If we, if we, <laughs> It's like the Mavis. It's the family. Yeah, that's probably why he's out of there right now. you off the Denver. No, but listen, though. Like, if you – we was on the same team, and we had this town hall meeting, and they was like, yo, Nate, you suck. You've been dropping balls. Like, you, you've been a bum lady. You need to get bitched. I'll be like, cool. I can respect that. I ain't going to take it too much of a blow to my ego. But at lunchtime or at dinner, I'm not going to want to sit next to you. Yeah. Like, you don't want to just call it from my Nate, head. But, Nate, you're, you're, you're – I think that there's a rift in the team after that you're point. A mature, you're, you're a mature guy – in his, you know, early 30s right now. You're not a 23, 24-year-old hothead that we used to be. You could, say, you could say he's well-spoken. Yeah, and you're well-spoken. <laughs> <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? Well, we're not you. the guy – we're you, not sir. the – you know, you're not that guy that you used to be, man. Okay. And, 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 but do you think that was and, the right way to handle it, No, though? it wasn't. And I don't know if there's anybody in that locker room that – because you needed – because, look, something people are going to air that stuff out. But right. you needed somebody in that locker room to say, hey, guys, okay. Now, we can't let this go outside of this room. Right. We can't let it go far, far from here. All right, Bernie, you said what you had to say. Joe Staley, you said what you had to say. Anybody else said what they had to say. Right. But guess what? We're backing whoever the coach has put behind center, and you're going to do your job. Right. It's Period. a better way to handle it. It's just a better way to handle it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I honestly think it's gra- the grass is green on the other side for Vernon because I don't think that he's his skills are diminishing like his numbers shown. Yeah. I think he's an emotional guy. So if his right. head is not in it, he ain't in it. He ain't in it, man. No, and funny. I don't think his head has been I in agree. San Francisco for the question. So. Question has been where, where's Vernon? But and, I, hey, look to his defense, some of that has to do with cap. No, no, one hundred percent. No, I'm saying the question has been where yeah. is he at? So you got to get going somewhere. And, and you, but know, look, you know, guys always motivated by being released or being traded. So it's going to be motivation for him to go out and prove to everybody he still can ball. He's with a good quarterback, and now he's part of a squad where he doesn't have to shoulder responsibility. Money also motivates people, too. Yeah, money moves people. <laughs> Y'all, you know money money motivates people, too. But my thing is this. You don't go for uh, – so you don't change the offense or you don't do something to try to get Kaepernick uh, comfortable. I would just run him, honestly, because I think that would get him comfortable. Uh, so you go to Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. All right, cool. All right, we All right, get it. Blaine Gabbert, man. Um, f- from people that I know around the organization or whatever, they're like, yeah, I mean, he's probably not the, the, the best. But if you look at film of Kaepernick, Bla- Blaine Gabbert can possibly hit a five-step drop and just throw a curl and hit it. Okay. And, 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 and literally, I think that's they're just looking for that. Time will tell. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I feel like they should have built some type of offense around Cap. You know, Me too. I'm, par- I'm impartial. Me too, but they, but they let the guys who knew how to do it go. Yeah, that's facts. All right, You man. know what I mean? Well, let's move on, man. That That's the newsworthy stuff right there. Hey, TD, let me drop get a little another. beat, man. Yeah, drop that thing, man. Uh-oh. Uh. 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 TD be making these beats himself? Might be cooking that stuff up, man. Ah, hey, man. It's fire. Jeez, it's ah. fire. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, let me get a drink of water, man. I'm over here going in. Uh, we got Thugger in the house. I like that joint right there. All right, man. So Thugger's not really in the house, guys. Steve Smith tours Achilles. Right. Uh, Bad for the guy. Yeah, you feel bad for him. He's one of the older receivers in the game, but definitely wasn't playing like that. Uh, So you know, it was it was hot topic on the show yesterday on Total Access. And, you know, I, I kind of went off script and I spoke to the camera. And I think we got the audio so y'all can listen right now. You know, I, I played 11 years and, you know, you shake a lot of hands and you meet a lot of people. And it's a close-knit fraternity. And there's some players that you meet and, and you're impartial about what you want out of their career and what you want to see. Uh, but then there's other guys you come across where you just hope that they get everything. Yeah. You hope that they get the rings and they get the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, they get the adoration that, that you have for them. And that's how I felt about Steve when I came in because he was undersized, because he has so much grit about him. It wasn't just small guys who wanted to be like him. It was guys like me who was 6'2", guys like Calvin who's 6'6". And for me, I wanted him to have that final season where he can ride off into the sunset. You know, I shot him a text message, and I don't know if he got it. I don't know where he's at, if he's still healing up. But I need to find my camera because I don't get a chance to talk to guys I looked up to often. But Steve... One, I got to say, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for showing young receivers how to play on the field and then showing young men how to be men off it. And if this was truly the last season and that was your last snap, you did it right. You did the game justice. Everything you were supposed to give to the game, your body, your heart, and your soul, you gave it that. So if this is your final season, farewell. You did it well, my brother. There it is, Nate. Well spoken. I appreciate that. That was what – no, but, you, you, I mean, you you hit it right on the head, man. I mean, like, I, I've spent time with Steve. Like, yeah. uh, it's, it's a little retreat um, that we go to for couples, uh, married couples um, in the league. Yeah. And, I mean, just spending time with him, you get to know the guy. You get to know how real he is, how much, how much passion he has, how much he loves his family. Um, a few years ago, um, you can just hear it in his voice that maybe, you know, he close. was starting to think about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Retirement. Um, yeah, but yeah. great dude, man. You hate to see it end like that because, like, you're right, man. He's a guy that he's supposed – like, a, 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 a ring was the, probably the only thing that would hold him out of the Hall of Fame. Right. If he's not already in. Right. You know what I mean? And he deserves it. Yeah. You know, you just look at some guys and say, man, no, he deserves it, man. Yeah. I, I, I mean, met Steve on a few occasions, and we exchanged numbers, and he, he actually got wind of that, and he texted me back. And, you know, one thing I can say about him is he's extremely honest. And you know that. Yeah, I mean, buddy. To the point where if, if he's hurting your feelings, he really don't give a damn. He, no. he feels like there's a deeper meaning to the message. And if you listen and get the message and digest it, 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 it'll, it'll work for you versus getting in your emotions and, and, you know, not dealing with what he's saying. And, you know, you hear stories about Steve. And there's yeah. people that, you know, they don't like Steve. Like <clears throat> I was reading comments on uh, one of the clips, like a tribute video. Yeah. Some fan, probably some dude sitting in his basement was angry, was like, oh, he was one of the thugs of the league, and he always had attitude problems. He but, Nate, always you, don't, you don't have to like him. No. You don't have to like him. Here's the thing, though. First of all, dude was way out of pocket. You know, yeah. So, I, you know, I, I can care less about that negative light he was trying to shed on Steve. But people didn't like that he was so brash. You know, he got into some fights on the field, practiced teammates um, against the opposition on game day. But one thing he did, though, is he gave everything, every snap. And receivers, keeping it all the way with, real, you don't go 60 plays and give 100% 60 plays. Like yeah, you, you rarely find a guy that's going to give you 100% effort when he knows he's getting the ball and 100% effort when he's blocking for the running back. Yeah. And Steve was that dude. 
he was getting in scuffles when he was blocking. Most of his fights was when he was blocking for somebody else. <laughs> so that'll show you right there that he took so much pride in just trying to get another man to shine versus like just going out there and running a route full speed because he knew he was getting a rock. And, and that's what I could appreciate about him. And, and when I was talking about being a man on the field and off it, like I remember Steve was one of the first guys who would talk to other teams when they would disrespect his city, disrespect his team, yeah. or disrespect his teammates. And b- before that, it was all about being politically correct. Man, you don't respond. You don't tell the media. You don't give them bulletin board material. But Steve was like, look, nah, hold up. You said this about my guy? I'll see you on Sunday. And when I see you on Sunday, I'm going to put hands on you Sunday. And when I put hands <laughs> on you, I'm going beat, to beat you down and I'm going to score a touchdown. football. And then, he would, and then he would go out and do that. Yeah. And that's what I appreciated about him. And you you got to respect it. And, and he's a guy that I'm sure – I haven't asked him this question, but I had a coach ask me this. What would you die for? And I'm sure he would say his respect. Yeah. And you don't have to like Steve Smith. Yeah. But you definitely 100% respect him. Respect. You respect who he, what he's about. You respect his, his work ethic and how he played this game. So, yeah, you're right, man. If this is it, hey, Steve, man. Salute. Great job, man. Salute, man. 100%, man. You know now, I mean? let's move on. We got the Broncos. Oh, you oh. give me another beat. Oh, T- hey, TD, don't be springing these beats on me, bro. You know what I'm saying? What, 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 what's this one right here? You feeling oh, this? Oh, no, dog. It sound uh, like uh, uh. Ooh. oh, sound like a Timberland beat a little bit. I got a little PA. bit. Oh, oh, that thing funky, man. That uh. thing stank. Ooh, uh. I wish I could rap. Uh, I got some damn. Bars. I wish I could rap. I got some bar. I would tear that up if I could rap. I'm gonna. I'm gonna don't know what I'm gonna say. Spit something. The next beat. I'm gonna. Spit <laughs> I just love something I, I wrote. Say. This is something I wrote for my lady. Save for the outro. Save for the outro. You wrote it for your lady. You like like 50 Cent on what he did on 21 Questions? Yeah. (laughs) All right, look, man, the Broncos defense is getting a lot of buzz. Uh, You know, who would have thought that they go out there and shut down Aaron Rodgers? 77 yards, shut down those receivers. Is One, let me ask you, is this the best defense in the game? And then two, do you think they have a chance to be – the best defense ever. I mean, look, the, the season's not over. Right. And ever is a very People tough like word. predictions and projections, yeah, bro. They do. They are the best defense in our game right now. Mm. They are. They can match up with anybody. They play well on every level. They can match up with Defensive anybody. Defensive backs, linebackers. Everywhere. D-line. You see what I'm saying? But I'm going to take it to a broader question, man. Again, some of my people on Twitter are talking about Peyton. Okay. And I've always been a guy that said, look, Peyton. Now it's time for you to play complimentary football. When we beat the hell out of Peyton in Super Bowl 48, mm-hmm. that was the last of the big numbers, the fantasy football numbers that from we were going to see from Peyton. Okay. He's been on a decline ever since. I, I think so y'all, this team so – y'all took his mojo? No, I'm not saying he took his <laughs> – I'm just saying, like, he fell off a cliff right after that. And what you're seeing is a guy that you don't need him to win games. He's playing complimentary football. Yeah. But what convinced me was – 340 yards passing. Mm. That convinced me, Nate, that said, okay, he still has it somewhere. Because at first, dog, I ain't going to even trip, man. I'm sitting there. I'm looking at Peyton like, dog. First couple months of the year. Dog. I feel you. That <laughs> That arm, boy, I mean, what? Like, man, father time. He ain't like just that fast, dog. And, I, and then you look at Tom Brady, who's, ah, ah, you know, right. the ball is Screaming yeah, off of Drew his hand. Drew Brees on Sunday. Yeah, Drew Brees. <laughs> so crazy with a bum shoulder and yeah. still doing it. So I'm looking at Peyton like, bro, yeah. what's up? But 
I'm telling you, I gotta apologize. Hey, bro, you still got a little bit. I, yeah, I said it, it yesterday. And on he, TV. he needs. I apologize too. He needs to continue to play complimentary football. Nickel and dime football. Have that defense lead. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. Now, my only question is, when the weather elements come mm. and all of those things come, they're gonna probably if if they're gonna see Tom Brady. And I would. Oh man, I hope this happens in the AFC Championship game. It. it if we see the, another epic Tom Brady and Peyton Manning game in New England, in New England, Ooh. he's going to have to score some points. Yeah, that's facts. They go, their running game is going to have to be clicking. That's why I think they're just being stubborn with running the football. Yeah, because they got to get it ready. Yeah, they got to get it ready. They, I mean, they playing Denver, bro. Yeah, that's a home field advantage if you can run the football. That's facts, man. That's facts. You know yeah. what I mean? But I feel you. I think the defense is good, man. You know, the one thing I noticed when watching that game. Is that the best ever, though? Absolutely smothered. I, I'm, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say the best ever. I, I think they got a chance to go down as the best defense all year, but best ever, that that's kind of far-fetched in my opinion. There's too many good defenses in the history of the league. But what they did to those receivers in Green Bay is they got up on the line of scrimmage. They got face-to-face, face-mask to face-mask, and they put hands on them boys, and they were aggressive. And they were in their hip pocket every single play. So for a lot of people, they might say, was this the blueprint to beating Green Bay? Nah, not every team got DBs like this. That you can go out there and say, I need you to stay on the island, one-on-one coverage for seven seconds while these dogs go get the quarterback. But I know it didn't happen. I know it didn't happen, Nate, but you tend to think, damn, what if Green Bay was healthy? Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing because it's not like Aaron Rodgers ain't have time. I might might still give the nod to the Broncos defense just because they're a group of athletic defensive backs. So, you know, these are tall, rangy, long-arm, ball-hungry, athletic DBs. That's that corner. That's that corners, right? But, see, I'm looking at – I'm looking at if they're healthy – if, if if Green Bay's healthy, talking about Jordy Nelson, Jordy Nelson, and 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 and, and Devontae Adams uh, right. are healthy and, and everything back to normal, um, oh, it'd be a different game because because that's putting different people on different matchups. That's true. That's Maybe true. Devontae Adams is not drawn uh, to leave. Uh, yeah, Akeem Talib. But you know what? They I weren't healthy. They weren't healthy. Talib Kweli. Kweli. Hey, but listen. Are you kidding they, me? They they weren't healthy and they got. You right. Got the, hey. the breaks beat on. And, and, so and you know what? Let's, they, let's move on. Yeah, Denver did what they were supposed to do. Okay, now uh, Ricardo Lockett. Hey man, I, I, listen, Ricardo Lockett, man, he's a good dude. I know you know him more than I do. He actually was rocking some line blood stuff. Yeah, man, he, he's one hundred percent authentic. Yet. So when me and me and my boys were watching the game, and immediately yet. we did a prayer and shout out a prayer. I shot him a text message. Uh, you know, for people who didn't see the clip, he was running down the cover punt on the, on the outside, and he beat his guy. And had his eyes upfield like most, uh, you know, gunners do. And somebody clipped him. Somebody – I mean, it was a legal hit. He yeah, just, it was legal. He, at the very last – he didn't see it coming, but he turned his helmet at the last minute. It's like somebody calling your name and scaring you. So people say, well, he saw it coming. He didn't see that coming. He turned his head and he was face-to-face. But that was one of the more violent collisions. Uh, and now they're saying that yeah. he's having surgery on his neck. Yeah, he's right, done. For, he's to not, repair he, Yeah, he's done ligam- surgery. He has some ligament ligaments. damage. He actually texted me last night. I was asleep, but it's great. It's not anything like structural no, no, or bone or spinal, no, 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 you know. No, no, no. But still, neck God. surgery is one hundred percent scary. Yeah, right. and the way he laid down on the ground was scary. Yeah, and that get that po- that poses this question, Mike. Now we played this game, mm-hmm. very violent game. We've been injured, and you could touch on some of your m- more major injuries within this question. Uh, but after seeing that play, do you think this game is too violent? And do you think plays like that can ultimately? Ruin 
the, I guess the, no, I, I'm, the game in a sense. No, you know, I'm not gonna for, say this, from a viewer standpoint. I'm not gonna say this game is too violent. Cause look, man, this is what I signed up for. Locke know what he signed up for. That's facts. You see what I'm saying? Uh, I've been guilty of using that technique on Gunners, and it's a shot. It's a sign of respect. If you look at the play, he was doubled, yeah. and then one of the double guys uh, left him, killed off, and then a guy from the box. He actually got triple teamed on. Yeah. Him. Lockett is a guy, I mean, he's fast. He can locate big. the ball big. He's one of the premier gunners, premier special team guys in this league. Yeah. So it's a sign of respect. I talked to the special team coach last night also. Yeah. Big time sign of respect. And I've been get, I've, I've laid a guy out like that when I played for Frisco in my early days. Right. And, you know, when you're young, hey, whatever, whatever. But seeing that, Nate, and I'm not going to lie, dog, it, it made me – rethink some stuff about my own children. Mm. And this is the first time I've ever had those thoughts. Mm. You know what I mean? I love our game. Yeah. I would never change anything about our – honestly, I love the aggressiveness of it. It's the only game, Nate, where I got paid to take another man's will. Yeah. That's fact. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and like, it's crazy because I see cats that I've played against, man. He, and you know that moment when you get a chance to look at them in the eye and they know you know we'd have met in the B gap and, and I won multiple times. Oh. And I done seen you I know. real vulnerable. I you know. with your wife and kids. And I done seen you crying bro, at the I, bottom of listen, a pile. Bro. I was in Vegas <laughs> you feel a, me? a month ago with my wife. We ran across some uh, NFL players yeah. that retired now, DB. And my wife was like, you know who he is? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he used to play DB in the league. And I paused for a second, and I said, I used to give him the business. Yeah. <laughs> Business, I dog. feel you. You see a guy you know, like, I used to work that dude out. I mean, Business, dog. Yeah. I mean, you know, in our game, what we, you know, only a lot of things, the only thing we respond to is pain or feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? And playing fullback, playing linebacker and safety, dog, I have really took some men with, took some guys with. Now, but let's, all right, let's talk about the injuries, though. Like, give me, scary, give me, bro. give me a quick, I want, give me a quick rundown. Here's a quick question for you guys here, real quick. If, if you guys are on the field when an injury like that happens and you see the players, you know, just like, you know, being obviously being in the moment and then five minutes later you're back to playing the game, have you guys ever been on the field with an injury like that and how do you adjust to go back to playing football? It's tough, TD. TD, it, it, it's tough, man, because now, like with a guy with Lockett, when I saw him go down, it was almost like I was on the field. Because yeah. again, that was my little homie. I brought him into this league. Yeah. You know, he was my rook. Yeah. He, he he went to Popeyes for me. Yeah. You see what I'm yeah. saying? And so I know he has a little girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know yeah. he has family. You know what I mean? I know they're watching. So I immediately go there. While and he's, while he's laying there like he's you know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I've been, you know, in two thousand four I got knocked out. Uh college game day was in Madison, Wisconsin. I got knocked out in the first quarter. You see what I'm saying? And honestly, like it's scary. I, my, we lost the game, and all my teammates was like, dude, we we, we couldn't function after yeah. that. I think a lot of it depends on who it is, and I think you saw how much Lockett affects this team. Yeah. I think these guys went out and played for him. Yeah, 100%. And, that, and that, to answer your question, TD, from my perspective, it's either one or two ways. Like, you'll see an injury, and it'll be so gruesome that you're extremely hesitant for the rest of the game. Like, me being a receiver, I'll see a dude snap his knee up, and I'm just like, hold up, I got to watch my footing. I ain't yeah. trying to go too hard. Like, if this dude's going to try to take my legs out, I got to get around it before he gets to my feet. But on the flip side, you see a guy get taken out, and maybe it's a big hit. Maybe it's a game-changing hit. Maybe it's a dirty hit. That's when you're like, you rally the troops, and you're like, look, man, one of our boys is sitting up in the hospital right now. We need to finish this game, one, get the win, two, 
beat the brakes off these dude for a boy that's yeah. in the locker room, cast it up or whatever the case is. So for me, TDI, it's one of two ways. It either makes you hesitant or it makes you hungry, you know, when you see them gruesome injuries. But, um, you know, glad to hear that Locke is doing well. Yeah, man, he's doing all right, man. He got all his movement, all of that stuff, man. Again, I talked to him. He's fine. Um, That's what's know. up. That's what's up. Well, hey, listen, so, you know, there's a lot of QB controversy. We talked about Cap. We'll touch on this real quick before we close out the show. Uh, you know, what is it like being a running back and playing for a backup quarterback? Uh, you know, because now we're seeing a lot of change, a lot of movement. Yeah. Guys getting benched, guys getting hurt. Johnny Manziel coming in, uh, Cap being bitched for Blaine. So, you know, how does how do you feel for a guy that you know you you line up right behind this? Yeah. Guy? Well, usually when you know when your backup guy comes in, I'll, okay, um, I gotta before I get out, I gotta take one more extra second to make sure this protection is shored up. Mm. You know what I mean? I feel like I gotta do extra. Yeah. You know what I mean? When we talking in our in our run meeting in our run meeting before the game Saturday night, you know, we talking to the linemen and stuff, and we're saying, "Hey, look, um, um, we got to do stuff extra. We gotta, you know what I'm saying? We gotta always make sure that, um, you know, we get off on the snap count, no pre-snap penalties, all of those types of things that get you beat. Yeah, we want to make it as easier as easy on the quarterback as possible. I mean, I've even talked to Whitehouse. Yeah, that's like, okay, I know when a backup guy's in there. See, when you at quarterback. And you're a backup, uh, and you're not used to being a backup, and you're yeah. not used to playing a lot, yeah. your processes get speed up, yeah. sped up. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So I've even had receivers tell me, and I've even done I've cut my route down a couple yeah. of yards yeah. just so I can make sure I'm you know available. Because you know that ball is coming out early. Because it's coming back out. Because a quarterback oftentimes is a little shook. He wants exactly. to throw the ball exactly. at a faster rate. You know, in my experiences, I, I, I must say, the number twos are a lot different than the number three quarterbacks. Uh, you know, for me, I felt like the number twos always felt like they should be number ones. So <laughs> when they, so when they got that opportunity, yeah. they had a, just a little bit more grit and swag to them. And then that number three, they come in a little bit more hesitant because yeah. you, you're not a number three thinking you should be the starter. But there's number two in this league that's like, man, I should be out there. Man, every come on, every number everybody two. should be thinking this. But yeah, but come on, some number threes. Are real, realistic with themselves and saying, you know what? I'm a true number three. I'm just so hold on, hold on. So you think there's people in this? Li- well, okay, older guys. You're right. There's number older threes guys. that understand older they guys. shouldn't be the starter. Yeah, they're come on. guys. They're yeah, guys. They're, they're they're happy to be there. Collect the check, hold the clipboard, and they're good. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I feel like sometimes, I, you know, prime example, Seneca Wallace in Seattle. You know, Seneca was like the first Russell Wilson. Yeah, he could run fast, undersized. I will stay. And right? could sp- yep, and could yeah. spin that ball. Yeah. And when he got an opportunity, when Matt Hasselbeck was down or even in the preseason, Sim was going out there trying to prove to everybody. He was saying, like, I want everybody in the season to know I can play. Holmgren really thought that he could play, though. Oh, like, yeah, Holmgren he could like play. But Matt, Matt Hasselbeck was the guy, and he was playing well. He's the franchise, yeah. so he didn't really get that many opportunities. But, you know, I, I just feel like there's a drop-off. One and two are close. Three, they're always a little more hesitant. But, you know, I don't mind it. As a, as a receiver, if you gas like up the backup, if you yeah. if you take him out to dinner, you know, you talk to him a lot, he's going to throw you the ball, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, he's playing the game. Like, hey, listen, man, I like them shoes you got on, dog. Hey, you playing the game. You, hey, what you going to do on that first round? You going to go to the right hey, or left? Hey, bro, I like that. Yeah, man, you got to play. Ain't nothing You got to play the politics, Ain't man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Man. All right, man, now, now let's let's talk about what we feeling. Oh, oh. See, y'all, he's trying to spring these beats on me, man. I know, dog. Is this the one? I know there's a beat drop. He always got a beat drop in there. See? Just kind of got like a, a meth and red joint. You remember that meth and red yeah. album? Brock Where Wallace. Where you getting up? this thing from? Uh-huh. It's hot. I wish I could rap. I'm going to write something next week. Okay, I got you. We, I'm going to try. We're going to put the pen to paper. All right, now this is our, 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 our final 
you know, topic, and it's, you know, outside of football, you know. Cool. Uh, and fashion is really hot right now. And if people haven't been watching the NFL Network, there's a couple of young guns, hint, hint, R&B. We doing our thing when it comes to what we're wearing. And to be honest, we're trying to change the game. We're yeah. going to give you that traditional look with the tie and the blazer. But sometimes we take the tie off. Sometimes we come with some jeans. We just want to give people at home a familiar look because the demographic has changed. It's not just your 75-year-old fan that's been watching NFL his whole life. It's that 13-year-old kid that just got hit to fantasy, but he wears skinny jeans and vans. Man, for me, I know players watch me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Players watch the R&B show. Players listen to us, bro. Yeah. And, And players are in the fashion. Speaking of players. You know what I'm saying? I interviewed AP. Okay. And at the very end of our interview, this is what he had to say. Hey, I got to tell you, too, man, hey, every time I watch this show, you be on there, man. You be GQ, man. I'm talking about clean as a whistle, man. So keep it up, man. Look at Sharp, man. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, from another man that knows how to dress, I appreciate that compliment, man. Thank you, AP. Thank you, brother. All right, man. Be easy. All right. Ooh, see, Adrian see, Peterson see, showing me. So, and he could dress. Us. Like, he'd That's be fresh with the war show red carpets. They watch it. They watch it. I'm telling It's you. crazy, like. I didn't, I'll be honest with you. You know, I've been working here for almost a year. Yeah. I didn't realize just how much, like, cats really be watching. You know what I'm saying? Bro. Come on, bro. I've had coaches call me like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I got relationships with them. I let them right. talk. I let them say their thing. And I'm like, hey, man, you put it on film. And we got to be honest. I got to be honest about it. got to be honest because we can't you know lose credibility saying? trying to look out for people. Plus, man, we're changing the game, man. And now we got a podcast where we're going to keep it all the way real. 100, man. Hey, look. We need to get Drake on the show. We'll get Drizzy Drake. We need we to gotta get, some get rappers. Drake on the we show. Get some, we gotta get some. We're gonna get some rappers on the show. Speaking of rappers, we need to rap the show. So listen, this is episode <laughs> number two. Please Drizzy. remember to subscribe on iTunes, comment, retweet, spread the word. Hit I'm us a up. I'm a Slide in my DMs like, yo, talk about this on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. At Nate Thirteen Burleson. At Real Mike Rob. Hashtag R&B Podcast. Hey, yo, TD, let me get something I can spit to, man. Let's get up out of here, man. We'll be late to this meet. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I need. I need some smoke oh. like that. Oh. This is something I wrote, man. Hey, it's a group called The Physics back home, man. A little hip-hop okay. group. They do their thing, man. They nice with it. So every time they drop an album, I write a remix to, for one of my favorite songs on the track. It's called On Deck. Okay. It's kind of like I keep it on deck for you. That's kind of the chorus. I hear this you. This is how I came in. I came in like this. Do your thing, nasty. Uh. And then we're going to leave because we got this other meeting. I'm going to do this stuff at show. show. Yep. All right, listen. You ready? Yeah. Uh. I keep it on deck for you, baby, just like the physics. The ball's in your court. Neat. Do like this. It. Get it? Some Kardashian. But I ain't oh. talking. Ray J. Who's smashing my chick? Man, oh. I ain't trip. That's it. Come on, nasty. <laughs> he was getting into it. Yeah, man. I got some cuss words in there, and I just can't. Just getting really... into it. Do your own edits. Yeah, I can't do that. Just do your own edits. I got kids just pause. Just like yeah, uh, and, and my, my mother. Uh, uh, you know, just pause with it. You know, like they do on the radio. <laughs> and we're we out of here, man. See you in episode Let's three next week. <laughs> <laughs>